right, that's it. <laughs> because uh, we don't want to get copyrighted. So, um, well, hey, hey, actually, the video isn't monetized. The videos are not monetized. So, thing maybe... is, though, I don't even trust that. I don't even care anymore. Like, you know, I've, I like, I don't know. Like, I know that may be the case, but it's just like <laughs> the irrational, like, fear of me. It's just kind of like, yeah, let's not fuck with Toho. Wait a minute. Isn't that song specifically because it's like the, the original one? Yeah. From the. Isn't that in the public domain? No. It's not. That shit's, to that shit's Toho. Oh, that's, that's right. theirs. Oh, okay. I thought Toho just yeah. like made in so they. Okay. Guys! Well, you know There is no other topic. No. I oh. can do it better anyway, but like, hold on. Wait, I'm gonna say something right now. <laughs> Okay, Nothing in this week even fucking remotely matters right now. You Which understand? Because I have some topics that I really do want to talk Nothing about, but I know I don't. matters. You, you will guys, save that for next week, David. I'm, I'm putting the conversation on screen right now. Look at the irrationality of this motherfucker sitting in the call with me. He straight up refused <laughs> to record. I'm not. It wasn't a joke. <laughs> he literally refused to record this episode until I saw the Godzilla movie in a theater. And for those of you that aren't aware, which I assume is most of you, I got fucking COVID this week. For like the Does first time in God knows how long, like ever. That is the first some time dedication. I ever actually tested positive for this virus, even though I'm pretty sure I had it before. And Dennis straight up said, fuck you, I don't care, go see it in a theater, or we're not recording DDE this week, and we're breaking the 152 streak. I didn't say that. I did not say that. I did not what, say- What were we gonna oh, do? What were you implying? Because one, David, I knew you were gonna watch it. So. What, you just knew I, was I knew you cave. weren't gonna break the you streak. You knew I so. was gonna cave, and so you. I knew you were gonna cave. Yeah, of course oh, I knew. You're a dick. Oh my god. Oh, well, first off, because for one, I, was I knew that <laughs> I was COVIDzilla. <laughs> like, I knew. I knew you weren't gonna cave. I, I knew you weren't going to break our streak. And funny enough, though, it turned out lucky. David went to a theater that was fucking empty. It was straight up. He was the only person there watching no, that movie. No, I was not. I was the only person in my corner for what I thought was going to be the movie. Oh, there was another person there? No, there were people like a little in a couple of rows down below oh, me. Okay, I was okay, all okay. the way in the top of the rafters and I was wearing my mask the whole time when I wasn't okay, like... Okay. And keep in mind, guys, I'm already past like the five-day isolation threshold. So like that's when you're like clear to like leave with like a mask just in case there's like the residual virus or in case you're still like residually so like... Fine. Why were you worried about? Listen to me, 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 listen to me. Because you could still be a little contagious. And what happened is this mother and her kid came up to where I was sitting... Oh. And they sat, like, a couple of seats next to me, and they're whispering to each other here and out. No, you're gonna <laughs> love this, Dennis, because, like, it's a little, it's a little Zionisty or a little racist. Uh, <laughs> I don't think the small child really liked that the entire movie was in Japanese. Uh, uh -huh. and, they, and they left, like, less than halfway through the film. Idiots. Both of them. Like, straight up, they left. Uncultured. I was happy about it because it meant I could sit there and eat my popcorn again, which you could count your lucky fucking stars that I was able to taste. <laughs> You're lucky I got my sense of taste and smell back that day. Because if I didn't, oh, and I had to sit in that you, movie. You would not have like, been a happy camper. I would not. I would less of a happy camper than I already was. I was already pissed to high hell that I'm sick at home with a fucking virus. And then Dennis is like, oh, we're not recording this fucking podcast until you see Godzilla in a theater. So I'm like, God damn it, I have to drag my sick ass out. And again, 
I, I again, yes, I know. Like it was past the five day threshold for COVID. I wore my mask. I would not have. I would. I would have told Dennis to go fuck himself even harder if I was legit like dripping from the nose, feverish. Like I'm like Dennis. I'm not fucking going to see a movie. But I would have stood my am. ground. I, I would have told it. I would have told you straight up. I don't give a fuck if you're sick. Go find a theater. Find a <laughs> spot that's isolated from everybody. Basically, what you did already. Like when uh, when you went this week. I would have told you straight up. I don't give a fuck, man. I need you to see this movie. I hate you so much. But David, but David, but David. Yeah, aside point from is, I your, was okay. I'm not contagious no more. So don't. I don't want to see aside, any comments of being like, "Oh, David, why did you go to the theater?" That's the only nobody reason. Nobody cares, it man. Like at this point, nobody cares. <laughs> like, if you're sick or not, like, like people go. Like I feel as if like no one really could say anything. They probably already got COVID by this like month or last month, and like they probably went to shit. Regardless, I probably so, like, talked to someone or like, I probably was next to someone <laughs> with COVID already. Like, I know people don't care anymore. <laughs> it would have been me if that movie was ass, motherfucker. I told the same man right here when I was sitting in that theater, if I walk into this theater right now and all I see is old Godzilla hopping around <laughs> Tokyo City like a big playground, I'm going to go to your house and I'm going to fucking cough in your mouth, you goddamn troll. But that wasn't going to happen anyways. Yeah, I concede. That was the best movie I saw this year. Fucking let's like go, bro. Full stop. I'm not as obsessed with it as Dennis is. I don't want to see it five times. I, 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 already, like, I, I already saw it four times. I, I, I saw it four times. I, I, I saw, know, the you saw it last night, which is why we couldn't <laughs> record the fucking podcast because you had to see it again before talking about it. Y'all see what I've been dealing with? He's literally this, dealing this with like zero obsessed man. <laughs> well, listen, look. But then I replied to you afterwards. Oh, yeah, by the way, guys, before I go on my rant and rave about this movie, welcome to the Double D Experience. We're doing it in the morning, ninety-seven point one. Uh, it's gonna be kind of cutting it close because we're literally recording this um a day before it's supposed to go up. But I figured now is the best time as any to like kind of just. Uh, do this episode and uh like i said also before before you know david rudely interrupted me about his like his gay virus story whatever uh he I'm, i was saying like nothing else matters remotely right now in the world other than this movie like main thing yeah we are going to talk about today is godzilla minus one which has been released in theaters well had a worldwide release um from december 7th and it's actually new. Uh, some current events. It's done so well. It was only it was only supposed to be a limited run um, up to I think a couple days ago, but it's been doing so well uh, box office wise and even just reception wise. Like people have just been really loving it that they decided to extend the limited run. Uh, basically, it looks like um, close to Christmas or even past um, uh, that week. And probably just going to be going towards, like, maybe the end of the year. And, uh, I've watched it, as David just said already. I have watched it four times and have loved every single time that I've watched it. I did have one bad experience with the first time I went, because one bitch wouldn't shut the fuck up uh, towards the end of the movie. Like... And Did you get, like, one of those, like, loud, like, fucking people that you get when you see the Avengers movies? Like, when Loki fucking caught the arrow that Hawkeye shot him, and then they just go, DAMN! 
No, not even that. Because that happened to me it, when I saw they that were movie like, in the theater. I'm like, oh my lord. Someone exclaiming damn was is not as bad as what this chick did because she was she just like she was like, oh no, she she alive. Oh see, I told you she alive. Like the, like as like Oh my god. Out, yeah, like amidst That's the music playing obnoxious. It, bro, there, I think there was even one guy. Um because I was with the first time I went was uh with my girlfriend and she told me that uh like she heard someone like kind of a little quiet because like, i don't i don't think he wanted to like kind of like let it um turn into a fight towards the end of the movie so like but she did hear a guy like go like oh can you like shut up like you know but like not too loud because the girl was also black and chances are if if he said anything loud enough there was gonna be a fight and then it's just gonna like I, now i hate you both because it's like, you know, now you ruined it for everyone. Like, it was, mind you, it was close towards the end and everything, but, like, still. But At least they didn't launch fireworks like that theater in India. They launched fireworks in the theater? Yeah, some character made an appearance in a movie that they that the general public really wanted to make an appearance after a good long time. And so some dumb fucks in a theater literally set, like, fireworks inside the auditorium, like, to celebrate it. Miraculously, no one got hurt, but, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like straight up, they like launched like fireworks inside because some character made an appearance on a screen. Like that's, that's call it crowd, call it crowd control for a country like India. I don't know if that was like they were like <laughs> aiming to kill, but like no, that actually happened. But we're not we're not here to talk about that's, that. That's nuts. But if there was but... any movie that Dennis would uh, uh promote like shooting fireworks in the theater for, because he probably set them up himself, <laughs> it would be I mean, Godzilla we'll... minus one. <laughs> Guys, this movie was phenomenal, and I don't even- it's not even about the fucking monster. Yeah. I mean, it is. The movie is about the monster. Like, I'm saying, like, the reason I loved no, it- No, but it's because, a very human like, story, Like, the reason though. I loved it is- this is not a generic, turn your fucking brain off, mon big monster go raw mm. XD, like, monster movie. Like, oh, Godzilla versus Kong, isn't that badass? Like, swinging at each other. It's like, basically, like, the movie equivalent to a monster <laughs> truck rally. <laughs> it's a spectacle, is, it's a spectacle, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like a spectacle thing? No. That's not what this is. This movie has plenty of the Godzilla spectacle, don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. It's not about that. It is just genuinely one of the most well-written films I've seen in a long time. Truthfully. I don't know what it is about movies that I see in December specifically that just fuck so unbelievably hard. Last year was when I saw Puss in Boots. And that movie, as I've said a million times on this show, mm -hmm. had no fucking unbelievable business being as ridiculously good as it was. And, uh... You could say the same thing for Godzilla. It's not like that Brian Cranston one, which again wasn't a bad film, but it's sort of like the sort of eh, kind of bastardized dish like American. Take it's also they wasted Brian Cranston. I will always no, he say was, that like, about he it. He was good in that movie for mm -hmm. what like the half that he was in it. In the half that he was in it, they made sure he got like good dialogue and like good scenes and a good mm -hmm. character arc. Like he acted the shit out of it. Like his wife died at the reactor, and so he spent his whole life hunting why that happened, and they never found out. Mm -hmm. It was because of Godira. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> he was hopping so, around Tokyo <laughs> like a big playground. <laughs> Oh, no one's gonna get that reference. But, uh... Oh, we're, we're old. I know, if, dude. We show our age if anyone gets that uh, reference. <laughs> I mean, that was when we were in middle school, dude. Yeah. So, oh, like, they're yeah. not gonna fucking get that. Uh, but anyway, literally just the plot was incredible. It was just a genuinely well-written movie. The character motives and arcs make sense. Everybody has their clear wants. The beats fucking hit. Mm -hmm. And it's also authentic in the sense that I wasn't kidding before where the white people next to me got... 
a little tiresome. I, I guess the kid did because he was a small child and he literally probably couldn't read at that it, level. So he's not going to get yeah. anything out of it. So that's why his mom took him away. It's not like, ew, all these people are yellow and so they left. It wasn't like that. <laughs> like literally the kid like with subtitles, it's like he can't keep up. Like, 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 yeah, let's, be, yeah. like let's be fair. He was a small child, you know, six. So it's like he's not going to be able to read like... I'm going to kill that monster. <laughs> I I hate war is ha, 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 David, hell. Let you me know, ask like, you. He, like, there's no way he would have been able to do it. But if point this, is, if this movie was dubbed hit. over, if this Art. movie was dubbed over, would you have liked it? I would have laughed in the sense that it would have been <sighs> yeah. like, listen, listen, listen. I would have laughed in the sense that it would have it would have ruined it. Because it would have been comically bad, like the original Godzilla movies that were dubbed over and had literally the infamous worst dubs of all time. Even the trailing Turner, dubs, too. Yeah, like, <laughs> Turner Classic Movies talks about that shit. They talk about how bad those dubs were. Like, it's infamous how bad the dubs were in the original movie. Like, they're not even on sync. Yeah. You know, like, I wish there was a way I could emulate it Pretty to Dennis good. right now, where, you know, like... And then, like, the, oh, Lord, yeah, the it's words it's come like... out. It's, it's, it's like an insanely bad anime dub, but, like, with real people. And this movie... <laughs> Plays to a lot of, like, not the bad infamous tropes of, like, the original, like, Godzilla, like, dub movies from, like, the fucking 40s or uh, the 50s or 50s, whatever. 50s, 50s. 50, 50, yeah, it would have been 50s. That makes a little more sense. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> makes a little more sense for obvious reasons. But, uh, yeah. It plays on a lot of those tropes. Like, there's one scene where, like, they're the reporters standing on the roof, like, talking mm. about, like, and the monster is right in front of my face. It is an unbelievable sight for you to see. Like, it has, like, it plays to a lot of the original tropes, but the good things about it, not the mm -hmm. bad shit. It literally feels like a well, amazingly modernized version of, like, those god-awful ass movies, like, from the 50s. Or, like, those bad dubs, <laughs> I should say. Mm -hmm. And then they took it, and they're like, what if we made it the greatest movie of 2023? And that's what it was. Oh, that is. That's basically. Wow. They, yeah, don't fuck with me and my analogies, man. Like, all right, like I'm. No, broken. but like just your word, your praise there, like oh, greatest yeah. movie of 2023. Remind me to change like the categorization on our Spotify or, or on our, our our Spotify for podcasters because we're still categorized as only a comedy podcast, and I mm -hmm. forget that you can now address it as like multiple categories because we're basically a movie and a video game one at this point as well. That is like, true. We, yeah, we really are, and like nerd I, I, podcast. Yeah, basically, and so I got change that so honestly that's my initial thoughts for you guys before i pass it over to dennis it's literally not a generic monster movie it's like it's like a godzilla movie that like for no reason at all like just is also one of the most well-written and well-told stories and heartfelt stories mm -hmm. that i have seen this year for movies and it's one of the best movies that i've seen in a very very long time liked it astronomically fucking miles better than oppenheimer I gotta say, and it, like I, I, I gotta say, like the prequel. Yeah, yeah, even though Oppenheimer <laughs> was the prequel to, to Godzilla, I, I was even saying, like, unironically, you could do that as a double feature, yeah. like watch Oppenheimer and then like watch Godzilla minus one afterwards. Like that, not a bad idea. I feel for a double feature, like it picks up like basically right after like Oppenheimer, and like you know now we're yeah. at the same country that like his weapon was unleashed on and yeah. what it made spoilers so, for Oppenheimer the movie literally ends with him saying like talking to Einstein is like uh, blah, blah whatever the line is about the apocalypse and he's like yeah and he's like I think we just caused it oh yeah it's like and that's what uh, he says but then the sequel it's like yeah he did cause he it but not in the way that he thought and that's how the trailer plays you just like see Godzilla's fucking, roar like, like a fucking Rob Schneider movie like not, not Rob <laughs> Schneider but like a fucking like sequel it's like the he did end the world but not in the way he thought <laughs> 
it's like that old ass music too was still so intimidating oh yeah and yeah. he also walks in like the the way that he does in the original fucking film too mm -hmm. like with that like with his arms to his side like he looked like he was made of plastic like deliberately oh because he still had like that plastic uh like the um the rubber suit kind of look I think what, for only when he's walking, yes, but then when you're up mm. close to the monster, he looked so fucking real. It was it was really scary, honestly. So I guess uh if we're gonna pass it to me for a bit, like I haven't again, let me just preface this by saying I haven't gushed about a movie like this in a long, long time. I have not said praise like this for like for a lot of things in a long time. And I think, well, the very fact that, like, I've already watched this four times now is already testament to, like, thing how, like, you know, I'm not fucking around when I'm saying, like, this movie fucking, it, it this movie fucks. It, it straight up fucks. Books. And I, and I, with David on the, on the, um, on the praise that it's arguably the best movie of this year, like, flat out. And I mean... I know people who have watched Oppenheimer and have given it praise. Um, but what about Barbie? <laughs> or Barbie. <laughs> like, it was better than Barbenheimer. It was better than both of those fucking films. Full stop. It was. Well, you know, the thing is, too, is that at least uh, when it came to this movie, and at least when I was watching it, like, I was, sh I was very surprised, like, how much heart this movie had because at least as far as even the setting goes again this takes place in 1945 post um hiroshima and nagasaki basically post world war ii japan is basically a parking lot by this point in time it's basically <laughs> sorry for laughing at that but i've never heard someone describe it like that it... and that's actually pretty accurate I mean, well, cities it, like Tokyo and even just minusing Hiroshima and Nagasaki, they were it, wiped off the map. It was depressing. Like, a good yeah. chunk of the movie, like, is spent in squalor and yeah. filth. People, like, basically... But the thing was, too, is that, like, they had, they still have that, like, I guess people call, like, um, like, the, like that Japanese, like, spirit. Yeah. Or it's just like, you know, we, we gotta carry on. Like, what are yeah. we gonna do? Like, we just gonna, like, sit and, like, you know, do nothing? Like, even... Her neighbor, um, there's a character there called uh, Sumiko, who, um, uh, the main character, his name's Koichi. He comes back home and, like, she basically calls him a disgrace when he arrives because it's like, you know, I thought you were a kamikaze pilot. And when he comes back, it, you know, basically means, like, you didn't do your duty. And she, like, almost pins the whole destruction of, like, you know. Most. Well. She basically does in the heat she, of the yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, you know, she basically lost her family. And she then tells him that your parents are also gone too. And almost like pinning it on like, yeah, like all of this is your fault, but you're also the death of your family is also your fault as well. And there's a lot of like PTSD and survivor's guilt that uh, Koichi has throughout the movie. And, you know, another chunk of it is, is that not even just the war, but the beginning scene um, against, uh, I guess, you know, already kind of, is implied like it's spoilers here guys like you know if you have not watched this movie i heavily not, not implore doing you. the spoiler free review is that yeah is that what heavily okay. implore you to go watch this movie before like cut it off here if you haven't watched this movie yet don't watch this episode yet and watch go watch the movie first and then come back but 
Um, but again, proceeding on from here, it's gonna be just straight up spoilers now. And damn, I really didn't want to do spoilers because I definitely want to like focus on promoting people to see the film. But like, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I could just mark them. I, yeah, I can, just, I can just, I can just mark it because up until now, like I already said, like, hey, it's the best movie I saw this year. And mm. like you know, the whole story of you getting me, to and then past it, that, it's just like look at that point. It's it's spoiler territory. So just letting yeah, you guys yeah. know, you know, yeah, just letting yeah, you guys yeah. know. Yeah. But um, so like yeah, going back um, uh, there is this, the opening ten minutes. Honestly, even though Godzilla is not even like fully developed by that point, like he hasn't become like the monster that we know him as, like the fifty meter tall like god of destruction he's a like there's a scene where he shows up and he's like essentially that's another good thing the movie does is that he shows up very early in the film yeah like just and to they, establish mm -hmm. him that's one thing that the Which fucking american brian cranston one doesn't do godzilla doesn't show up until like a fucking hour into the film and i'm not even capping yeah it's really like, stupid it's the that movie had like it's very big share of problems and one of them was actually warner brothers and they got well, they brothers, they fucked with Gareth Edwards' work essentially, and they said like, "No, it's too depressing." Warner Brothers is literally like one of the most. It's the most morally bankrupt. Ass backwards. Like, no, they're Ass the most backwards. morally bankrupt. Like, this is the same company oh. that like canceled the fucking Wiley e. Coyote movie, which now might be on Paramount Plus, which is insane because that's their competitors, like their direct competitors. And um, isn't Wiley e. Coyote like a uh, Hanna Barbera uh, property? I thought that would have been under like Warner Looney Brothers. Is Looney, Looney Tunes, Warner Brothers. Yeah, so I was, I'm surprised it's that going. Was, that was before Hanna Barbera. Uh, okay. That was that was in the 40s before Hanna Barbera. God, no, like okay. it's not like Warner Brothers is just morally bankrupt. This is the same company we were talking about the Godzilla movie. This is the, mm. uh, the old Godzilla movie. This is the same company that canceled the Wiley uh, Wiley a Coyote movie to write it off as a fucking tax write off, which yeah. they're now being investigated by Congress for, if I'm not mistaken, because that's illegal as shit. So. At, at least that's what I've heard. So, but yeah, that's all fucking. I'm not surprised that Warner Brothers would do that. Yeah, and D David Zaslav is the biggest piece of shit in Hollywood. It's not even fucking close. He's also the reason all your favorite cartoons get canceled. But uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, continuing and, on. Yeah, please. like and yeah, and like the first ten minutes, like Godzilla is established already. Like he shows up in the middle of the night, and he's not like the uh, big titan that we kind of know him as, but he's essentially like a beefier T Rex. And but like. I even noticed, though, throughout the movie, he doesn't even, like, hunt to, like, eat. He hunts for sport in this movie, in, like, in that first 10 minutes. He doesn't even eat them. He just, like, bites them, chomps them, flies them across the damn island. Like, he, he... does not eat. He eats. <laughs> he really does. Like, he, the first 10 minutes, like, the, um, Koichi meets this, like, mechanic crew that um they basically fix a uh, kamikaze planes and they uh they take him in like you know he stays there for like i guess the night or whatever and then like godzilla attacks and then um he godzilla basically just kills everybody except him and another guy who shows up later in the movie um his name is uh was it tachibana yeah tachibana and, and he plays like a big part like towards like the latter half of the movie and that first 10 minutes and especially the music that was playing, I noticed it. I mean, after my fourth time, like, I started noticing a lot more things. But, like, um, the music that plays is, like, so eerie. Like, it's, it's like, okay, yeah, this is, like, a monster attack. But this is almost like a thing of horror at this point. 
because again, he's not attacking to eat because he's hungry. He literally is just pissed the fuck off and he just destroys everything indiscriminately. He just basically kills everybody. He steps on them. He smashed, he's like slaps them with his tail. He like yeets them like thing across the, uh, the island. It, and like that whole attack basically like, um, and Koichi obviously, like there's that one pivotal scene where, um, you know, Tachibana tells him like, go to your fighter plane and shoot him with your fighter, with your fighter planes, uh, guns. And even at that point, I was like, I mean... Because he said, like, oh, yeah, nothing's going to withstand a 30 millimeter, like, you know, uh, gun. And I was just kind of like, I don't know, man. Because, like, I mean, maybe that was like the whole thing, too. Because it's like, what if, right? What if he did fire on him? And like, and if like, you know, he did. Probably there won't be a movie because I'm pretty sure Godzilla Mm -hmm. probably won't die from that. But no, the duality of that scene is actually mm-hmm. insanely well written as well because it's not only mm-hmm. a matter of like the movie being well written and heartfelt, it's also like everything has a proper beat, and that scene actually mm-hmm. has a double beat or a triple beat, I can even say, because mm-hmm. the movie is about like you know, also Koichi's guilt later on mm-hmm. for not doing it. Because what happens is that they send him to the fighter, he's gonna shoot, he's got Godzilla in his sights, and he freezes the fuck up. Yeah. Like, he just sees the monster there, and he's just like, I still can't believe this fucking thing's real. Holy mm-hmm. shit. And then he just freezes up, couldn't do it, just like he couldn't, like, crash the plane. Because he, yeah. he's like, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, he doesn't do it, and as a result, everybody gets killed. And yeah. when they wake up on the beach, Tachibani blames him. He's like, why didn't you fucking shoot? Like, yeah. you fucking pussy. Like, why didn't you do mm-hmm. it? Like, blah, blah, blah. And, um, yeah, so now his guilt is haunting him throughout, like, pretty much the rest of the film because mm-hmm. of that. <laughs> But, what you learn later on, bullets do nothing against that monster, yep. like literally nothing, but the good thing is that it plays on what the characters know. They didn't know mm-hmm. that at the time. Yeah. No one, no one knew that at the time, you know, like no one knew that bullets wouldn't do anything. He was Had literally Koichi- an unknown organism by this point, like nobody yeah. knows anything about him. Had Shikishima, which is Koichi's last name, it's, mm-hmm. what, they, it's what they call him because that's, mm-hmm. just what they, that's what they do in Japan sometimes, mm-hmm. um, had Shikishima shot him, there would be no movie because Godzilla would have just turned around and fucking killed him. It just would have turned around and be like, Outright, yeah. Just numb, then then just yeet, <laughs> and that's it. So it's actually funny, like, because, like, at the beginning, you could be like, oh, like, why didn't he do it, blah, 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 and then you realize we wouldn't have had a movie because of that, and then all the other shit of actually getting to get rid of Godzilla wouldn't have happened mm-hmm. because this character wouldn't have lived. But we didn't know that at the time. The characters didn't know that at the time mm-hmm. because they didn't know that bullets don't do anything against them. They just assumed you backed out of your thing. So, mm-hmm. plus it just plays on, like, the character's internal struggle, you know, with his guilt mm-hmm. and his, like, his haunting conscience and all that. So, that was a really, really good beat because it's not just mm-hmm. like, oh, like, he froze up. No, they, they give, like, not only the re... <sighs> what should I say here? Not the reasons that he froze up, but, like, a double meaning in that, like, it plays on what both the audience and the characters know as well Mm -hmm. through something as simple as like that sort of initial inciting incident because you could say that that scene was sort of the inciting incident of the film basically where Mm -hmm. because like all of the koichi's internal struggles because he's kind of an edgy character as he has Mm -hmm. every fucking right to be to be completely honest uh like a lot of it comes from the fact that like i'm a fucking pussy what everybody says about me is true Mm -hmm. i'm a pussy i can't believe i did that blah 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 and then it is actions prove, you know, later, even like halfway through the film that he's not, but we'll get to that later. The point mm-hmm. is, that was a really, really good inciting incident because it hits multiple beats in mm-hmm. one fucking moment. And that was the brilliance mm-hmm. of it, honestly. It was such a good and, movie. 
And again, this is even before, like, you know, Godzilla gets, like, his This is the first 10 minutes boost. of the film. Yeah. yeah. And, like, this is him, like, just... Like, not that, like, okay, his, like, size doesn't matter and such, but, like, again, this is, like, a much more... It does more... if you're Godzilla. <laughs> it's more so, I guess, just pointing towards the fact that, um, as far as, like, we're establishing the threat. Because we already know, like, okay, we came to see a... You know godzilla movie and you know for us seeing i think i don't know for a lot of new people right like i always wondered like you know seeing him like that first before he becomes like the big band that we kind of know him as like seeing that progression again like because i think it's been done before in uh previous movies where like we see godzilla before he becomes um uh irradiated and become like the mute like the and mutates into like you know Godzilla like as we know it but you know just even like uh, I think I'm just kind of getting hung up on that first like 10 minutes because the first 10 minutes was fucking amazing like mm -hmm. I have like I haven't seen an opening like first act like for that in such a long time and I loved like every second of it and I'll even say like because the one thing that um uh, the director, um, Taka, uh, Takashi, actually wanted to kind of get across is that this is a Godzilla that you have, that you should fear. Like, he wanted people to be afraid of this fucker. And, like, I mean, there was some times that I, even I was like, oh, yeah, this, this guy is scary. <laughs> like, this Godzilla in particular, he's a little scary. And there's even, um, I guess jumping ahead a bit here, there's even a scene where, uh, obviously... Godzilla um gets hit with the uh, 1946 uh, Bikini Atoll uh, tests, uh, the atomic tests, and um, that's when he like basically transforms. And there's a scene where um, Shikishima and his crew, who basically were mind sweepers, they uh you know have to hold. They they say, oh, you have to hold off Godzilla with a little with the. To us, it's a machine gun that we know does nothing to him and two salvaged minds <laughs> like it's like yeah you're really giving you're really like improving their odds of living here like the supporting cast was phenomenal by the way like, oh all my god friends. yeah they were so good i, I loved all everyone those, all those characters and, akitsu was such a great character he was awesome um what was the fucking scientist's name i forget yeah it's noda guy, it, uh noda yeah uh why am I not seeing his name on the fucking IMDb? Oh, there it is. It's right there. He just doesn't mm -hmm. have a head. He just doesn't have a headshot. No, I sent okay. I sent you the IMDb. I sent. Okay, it. okay. Yeah, no, no. Uh, Kenji Noda, and then there's Kid, like his whole crew, which all mm -hmm. have their own like well-written little corpse as well. Like I loved Kid, who was like, yeah, no. If I was older, I would have gone to war. Like, oh, that one scene for the glory of his nation. And, and like he when, like, like grabs him because he's like, oh, he was he's sad that the war didn't last longer. And like yeah. when he grabbed him, I was just kind of like. Oh no, that was real. Yeah, and that was that. Yeah, that was actually like really well done. I thought because mm -hmm. I know I can't say for a fact, but even for anyone like by that time in Japan who had experienced the war, and just even seeing like how much they had lost. And mind you, this isn't even in Hiroshima or Nagasaki. These are guys like who were living in Tokyo, where it got firebombed to the ground at one. Like you know, and people were even. I think. 
historians even say that like the Tokyo bombings, um, even just regular, like just the fire bombings alone did far more damage than what the atomic bomb did at Hiroshima and Nagasaki. So, um, as far as like, even like, you know, obviously like when we, uh, fast forward and like, uh, Koichi comes home and we see the devastation that like basically was wrought on uh, Tokyo, it's like already there's another thing of, that they're trying to establish that this is like, it's bleak as fuck right now for everybody. Like they lost everything. People have lost everything, whether it be loved ones or their home, they lost everything. Which is why one of the greatest and actual most heartfelt like quips about this film is that this fucker gets a family yeah. that he didn't even want. Mm -hmm. They and just it's not because, showed up at his door. <laughs> yeah, what happens is that like there's this like woman stealing bread for a baby that she found. It's not even her kid. Mm. And then she just like hides with him and whatnot because she just leaves the baby for like him to pick up and then she just literally invites herself to just stay in his little hut, basically. Yeah. And then they just sort of become his family and he just will never open up to her over and over and over again because and it's for an unspoken reason too like it doesn't even fucking do it through dialogue which is the greatest part the movie fucking shows and not tells the movie manages to show his internal struggle rather mm -hmm. than tell it do you have any idea how fucking difficult that is to even write for the actor play? too even for the actor too yeah, like he he had to convey all of that just through his face yeah. alone like just can't like, say anything there's different like you know methods to a movie there's man versus man there's man versus nature there's man versus self there's man mm. versus um uh man uh, i don't know there's like there's like like nine, like nine or seven different types of like fucking um like sort of overarching plots for like the type of movie that your protagonist goes through where it's like mm -hmm. man versus this man versus that and a lot of the times it can be man versus self and the man's internal struggle internal struggles are so difficult to write because one of the golden rules of writing is to show not tell if you write everything mm -hmm. in like forms of dialogue and like and this is why i feel this way and this is why this is happening to me and they say it all it's insulting to the audience because you need yeah. to find a way for them to like figure it out with your fucking character mm -hmm. to grow with them as they grow and they change throughout the plot because so many movies, <laughs> Marvel, like just fucking <laughs> right. They just, they tell everything and they don't give a fuck about their audience because they know their audience is fucking stupid and they'll pay to see this shit no matter what. And they, that's why they write characters that don't change. So either piss character, piss scared to write female character, female protagonists that don't change because they're scared of pissing off the radicals, all that shit. And it just makes for insanely bad storytelling. This fucking yeah. movie, on the other hand. An internal struggle, which is the hardest thing to show and not tell, because the struggle is internal with the character. It's mm -hmm. in their head. How do you show that? You show what they're going through instead. Mm -hmm. And this movie does that shit flawlessly by giving him a family that he feels like he doesn't deserve, because he's like, I didn't perform my duties for the glory of our nation. I let mm -hmm. the emperor down. I let our nation down, because I did not I let do my it. parents down, too, because- I they, let my they, parents down, because they died and shit, because I didn't, like, become a kamikaze pilot. I'm alive. I don't deserve to be alive. And I get a fucking family? Like, after all this, like, mm. what, uh, what, yeah. what did I do to deserve this? That's the actual reason that he doesn't let her in, and why his friends mm. don't understand it. It's like, why? You yeah. have this, like, like, fate brought you, I remember a key, uh, it was, um, a oh, fucking, I mispronounced the name, uh, Akitsu, yes, is the one who says it to him. Mm. It's like, fate brought you two together for a reason. Like, yeah. everyone else can see it except for him. Everyone mm. else can see it. And there's no way for him to be able to see it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
And so yeah. it's, it, it's just so that that's really where the heartfelt nature mm. of that movie comes from. And one of the most touching scenes of it come from when he eventually he finally like lets her in, lets her and like the yeah. little girl in and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Which of course even... is when his fucking absentee or like his impromptu wife gets killed by Godzilla yeah. as soon as she fucking opens up to him. And that's yeah. where shit starts to get real. So and yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I agree yeah. with everything you're saying there, yeah. and because yeah, it's it's one of those few things that like I just like I find missing so often in so many fucking movies nowadays. Like just the act of showing, not telling, and mind you, they do end up telling in that whole regard with Koichi's trauma because he. You have because, to like, eventually. Yeah, because Noriko, like, thing, he, she just, like, she just doesn't understand either. Like, I'm living with you. You took me in. Like, I'm not your wife, but, like, I even thought, like, you're technically his wife right now. Basically, like, yeah. Like, you know, like, everyone was even kind of saying, like, you know, it's like, why don't you marry her? And, like, you know, just because basically y'all are a family. Like, she's not your blood daughter, sure, but it's just like, hey, like, you know, like, uh, as uh, Akitsu said, like, Fate brought you together as a family, and he said, like, accept it and embrace it. But, you know, the whole... Oh, even that one scene where um, Akiko, who is, like, the daughter, she, like, just, you know, she's still, like... She's able to talk, but, like, it's, like, you know, basically low-key babble. But, like, thank, thank God that the subtitles were there, because, like, she calls him daddy. And he literally goes up to her and reminds her that... I'm not your dad. And I'm just like, I remember one uh, one of the few times that I went to go watch, there was a, uh, I think one of the crowds that I was with, like, they were like, someone was like, bro, really? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, we were all just like, come on, man. Like, that's me. Like, that was, it was, uh, it was pretty mean. Like, Why the would more you say I that to it, Japanese Dora? Japanese Dora? I don't know, the kid that like the Dora the Explorer haircut. Who? The kid, like uh, Akita, she had like the Dora the Explorer haircut. Oh, oh, uh, Akiko, Akiko. Yeah, Akiko. Uh, my yeah. bad. Uh, I said Akito, my bad. I guess, yeah, uh, yeah I uh, guess she did kind of have the Dora the Explorer haircut. But, I mean, just then now going on, like, because here's the thing. We've already been talking about this movie for about nearly a couple minutes now, right? And we haven't even talked about Godzilla. We're talking about the human characters. Like, that's yeah. the fucking one thing that this movie got right that I have not seen in any of the American movies because they all... And I don't give a fuck about any of those characters. Flat out. I don't give a fuck if they live or die. That's how bad it is for them. Like, I couldn't give a flying fuck about any of those characters from those movies. But here in this one... And, like, it's not even like, oh, the setting is, like crazy fantastical or even anything like, this is just post-war japan where everyone is going through the same fucking thing maybe koichi just a little bit more because he has that survivor's guilt but like everyone's basically lost everything they lost their homes they lost their family and they just like are shuffling through life or at the very least like trying to just live it despite everything which is even the most like i even thought like probably one of the most beautiful things about this movie because it basically, like, you know, I took it as, like, even when things are fucking terrible and, like, you feel as if you have lost everything. Main thing is, is that you, like, 
I think uh, Akitsu Akitsu even said it before they like um, uh, took off uh, for the um, for the for the battle. He like basically said like you know you're not gonna make miracles by just standing still, like you know, like shit's only gonna happen if you're gonna try to make it happen. And like and in this regard too, like for this movie, and I think even Takashi even said in an interview too that like. Um, cause I think he got asked like, you know, why did you feel as if it was a good time to make this Godzilla now? And he kind of just sort of pointed out that as far as what's going on in the world right now, war, and we even had COVID, like, you know, it was just like terrible shit that happened in the last like couple years. And he felt as if like, you know, um, cause a lot of times the Godzilla movies have like, especially these standalones, like even, um, Shin Godzilla from 2016, that was made in response um, because of like the terrible response of the Japanese government during the Fukushima uh, earthquakes and even the reactor meltdown. Right. It just took so fucking long to <clears throat> basically respond to that threat that, you know, it got so bad that even the Yakuza was responding faster to this shit than their own government. Like, the government yeah. was basically shamed for that whole affair. And they still haven't basically lived it down to this day. Like, people still bring that up with them. And... Now for this one, like, it's got, like, the whole vibe of, like, desolation is so prominent in this movie that it just now becomes even worse when Godzilla shows up. And it also kind of then ties into, like, why they even named the thing called, uh, you know, they named it Minus One because by that point, like, you know, Japan's economy was just non-existent by that point. And now we have this big fuck you lizard who's about to even fuck shit up already on top of the shit that's already fucked up. <laughs> yeah. And that, hence the reason why it's like minus one, because it's like you can only just go lower from there at that point. Mm, and I was going to ask you, why is it called that? Because I yeah. still did not know why it was called minus one. It's like this is unspoken. <clears throat> Sorry. Mm. Sorry. It's okay. There's like this unspoken um, like nature of like. Where you don't even need to, like, yeah, these people are from a different country than, like, in us as Americans are watching them mm -hmm. now. A lot of us are different ethnicity. But there's this unspoken thing where it's like, yeah, that's the last fucking thing they need. Mm -hmm. You know? It's not like Japan, it's not like at a time where, like, Japan is thriving and, oh, no, this big, gigantic, radioactive, nope. fuck you, dinosaur fish came in and ruined <laughs> us in our prosperity. It's like, no, Japan was already fucked. And then this thing came at the worst fucking possible time yeah. for them. And it's like an unspoken thing about it. Another way that the movie shows and doesn't tell, truly. And, uh, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and even... That was all I had about that. Go ahead. And even just another thing, too, is that, mind you, this is a Godzilla movie where the governments of both the U.S. and Japan do not get involved at all. There is not a single character from any of those, like, governments in this movie, flat out. No, it's and, an all-Japanese cast, completely. Yeah. And this, and the whole effort that they have to basically take down Godzilla is not, like, by the government. It's literally through private citizens. Like, they drove that home in this movie because it... Essentially, I'd even... Uh, I remember hearing from someone that, like, they would have no movie if the military, like, and the government did get involved. Because the whole point of this movie is to, like, basically show that, you know, we can overcome this, essentially, by just... Not through, like, the military or, like, you know, through our government, but just through regular people alone. Like, we can, like, 
do this. And this was, uh, you know, like, as the movie was even saying, this was basically a citizen-led effort to basically kill this fucker. And, and this was one of the even a few times in, like, in a Godzilla movie where I was just like, I was rooting, like, heavy rooting for, like, the, the people. The monster. No. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm sorry. Before it was the monster, but that was also because, like, you know, I, trust I, me, I, the movie gives you actual reasons to legit fucking they, hate Godzilla. Yeah, too. that's another thing. Like, they give you yeah. actual reasons. Like Dennis mentioned, he does not hunt to eat. It's not like it's a creature surviving. He just destroys shit. Like, there's mm -hmm. this one scene again, and I guess uh, we already did spoilers. Yeah, I'm, thinking, going, I'm thinking next week when we have Evan on, we can maybe mm -hmm. do a non-spoiler. Nah, not with Evan. He's oh. not going to be able to shut the fuck up no. <laughs> about that. Uh, this episode's going to be uh, got, uh, double D's minus one, and then the next one's going to be double D's minus two. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm serious. We're, we're actually, next week's episode is probably going to be about Godzilla mm. 2, like the whole thing. I'm not even fucking ca capping yeah. right now. But, uh, yeah, you guys This is just us gushing. This is the episode. This is my just way, us gushing. It's just my way to get Dennis to just, like, as much as I love the movie, to just fucking leave me alone about it like my god hey uh, but hey but, you had no, a good time though i had a wonderful time no the movie um the mm, part yeah, where uh nori gets killed and mm -hmm. then the thing is godzilla much like your average cringe smash brothers player when they upset your top player at the local he does that shit and then godzilla has the fucking audacity to pop off like he pops he emotes. off literally he emotes. He, he, i'm not kidding he emotes <laughs> He's straight up emotes because that's when he shoots the radioactive laser and he causes basically another fucking nuke to go yeah. off in Japan again because of that shit. And Can we just happens, say that scene was amazing? That's No, no, that's what I'm saying. And mm. then you see the shot of him looking up at the cloud mm -hmm. he created and he's like, damn, I'm I did fucking... That. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that's like the best... Yeah. It's like, I did that. And then he... <laughs> Then he roars the loudest roar that he roars in the entire movie when he mm. does that. While triumph, Sh it's triumph. Yeah, while Shu, uh, while um, Shikishima is behind him, reeling mm. in the fact that this thing took fucking everything from me. This fucking yeah. monster took everything from me, and then he cries and shrieks at a fucking. I, I dare I say even like a James Brown like level of decibels. Like, where he's, like, shrieking oh, at the yeah, fucking monster. Yeah. And then this acid rain starts raining on yeah. him, and it's black rain, like, falling yeah. all over him. That was one of the most metal fucking things I've ever seen in a movie in my life. That was ridiculous. It was, it was a little... It wasn't even over the top, because, like, they read it in a way where, like, it actually makes sense to see him have that despair. Oh, yeah. There's another difference Absolutely. between that and, like, a fucking American film. An American film would just do it without giving us any fucking reason, because, like, oh, it's so badass, bro, <laughs> and the public will eat it up. Because those movies are so fucking poorly and lazily written because Hollywood fucking sucks back cock. This, on the other hand... Fucks. <laughs> remembered to be a well-written film. Which is just mm -hmm. another reason to watch these, like, like, or, like foreign movies. Good movies are out there if you really look for them. It's another reason that fucking Parasite was amazing. And why I hate my parents who shit on that movie. Now, I don't hate my parents. Like, let, let me rephrase that. Mm -hmm. I, when I hate when my parents shit on that movie, because they do shit on that movie, because they just mm -hmm. hated how violent it was. I'm like, mm. you guys really do not understand the message of that fucking film. I'm not trying to sound like mm. one of those dickhead, like, film reviewers or anything. Like, you guys you don't get it. tomato a reviewer. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like that movie is about fucking classism in Korea. That's what that mm. shit was about. You know? And they just didn't understand because, oh, like, some people get stabbed and it was violent, so it happened for no reason. It's like, bro, like, that's just so fucking ignorant. Like, I love <laughs> my parents. Like, they're usually pretty great, like, crit uh, critiques of some movies. 
But mm. honestly, like it, it disappoints me to see that they disregarded that one. Just would they like, like this movie? They would love it. Trust me, they would love it. They would see the value in it. It's just literally Parasite. They just didn't hate because the movie like literally becomes like a slasher film at the end, basically. Oh, okay. And yeah, I, guess, I don't like extreme violence in movies either, but mm. it happens for a reason. And there's a reason for it. It's not like these god-awful American films where like people just get cut up and it's just like fucking torture porn. It's one of the reasons that like... <laughs> As good as The Boys is, it's one of the reasons that I'm hesitant to watch it because the movie just prides itself, uh, the show just prides itself on like, oh, look how violent Ultra it is. Ultra violence, Everybody yeah. explodes. Oh, the shuriken went through the guy's eye and you could see it go through the other end and then Soldier Boy just fucking hits him with the shield. Like, I, I get it. Like, okay, you're violent. Yeah. Like, you're cool. Shut the fuck up. But without <laughs> reasons for these things. It sucks. And this movie's beats are so fucking good that it just keeps you mm -hmm. going through the whole thing and gives you a reason for every little bit that happens. Even the fucking, like, uh, I didn't understand, like, the whole message they were trying to send with the private citizen thing. Like, I understood it, but I didn't mm -hmm. understand it, like, as fully until you explained it to me just now. So, yeah, um, it's, yeah, the audacity for him to pop off. Not to mention the other time, by the way, where <laughs> Godzilla emotes. Like, the scene that you said was terrifying. Uh, where, like, uh, they're on the, the fucking, just him, just, um, fuck, why do I keep fucking, I'm sorry, it's the Japanese. Is it on the island, or is it when no, 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 on no, the No, 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 Halfway through, Shikishima and his crew, like, when he joins the mind-sweeping company, and, like, like, starts, like, to sweep Oh, yeah, and they the get basically ordered, them. like, oh, you have to stall Godzilla <laughs> while this, while the warship is about to come in and, like, uh, kill his ass, but yeah, we need time, so you guys need to buy that time. Like, even that scene, I'm sorry, Den like, Dennis said that scene was terrifying. I was laughing so hard at the <laughs> end of it. Because here's the thing, they, th they put a mine in his mouth, and they shoot the mine. Um, Koichi shoots the mine, it explodes <clears> in his <throat> mouth. <laughs> Bro, this <sorry>. regens. <laughs> I'm sorry, but just the way he was laying there was so funny to me. <laughs> He was just like, ow, 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 fuck. And it's just ow, like, fuck, ow, fuck. <laughs> no, they straight up gave Godzilla like his. make Godzilla rage quit in that scene and I'm sorry but that's funny as hell to me <laughs> like, like, even Dennis said it to me he was just like you know what fuck you guys <laughs> yeah but but then they also like do like the bullshit thing where like the mine explodes in his mouth half mm. his face is gone <laughs> like, yeah like you see Which... his eye is even his eye regenerates and I'm like bro what the fuck that's, this is also that one does thing. not exist in nature. Th th that's the thing. Like I was, I threw um, my hands up. I literally <laughs> threw my hands up in the theater. I'm like, this is no, this is no winning. This is no winning. That's, that's, that's fucking bullshit. Like what the hell? <laughs> like they, but, they fucking outplayed you. <laughs> like the the Koichi thing is, and his crew outplayed you so hard. That's a GG's what? and a handshake, what they fucking did be. to you. They traded you so hard, and then he fucking regens. It's almost <laughs> like it's actually bullshit, ironically, as Reptar is in Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl 2. Oh, is he like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Reptar is fucking dumb as shit in that game, because he literally just doesn't die. Like, he's not overpowered in that game, he's just overtuned. Because okay. he's supposed to be, oh, he's Reptar, he's heavy, he's a character mm -hmm. based off Godzilla. Like, yeah. <laughs> literally. 
the character lives to like 250% consistently, which is absurd in a platform fighter. Like that's ridiculous. And then the character is that like killed... his main gimmick, I guess. Yeah, he just he's like really, really die. yeah, he just does not fucking die. And he's supposed to be the character that doesn't fucking die, but it's just way overtuned. And you know it because they nerfed it and it's still too high. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying that because it's relevant, because it's like Reptar. It is relevant, yeah, that's true. Because, like, point is, <clears throat> then he kills you in, like, three hits, too. He's such a fucking cheeser. I hate that character. Sounds, sounds just like God. Sounds OP just like Godzilla. Yeah, and that's, sense. like, one of the reasons this movie fucking triggered me. It was because I'm sitting here, and it just made me think of Reptar. And I'm like, it's fucking bullshit. <laughs> the- Koichi fucking outplayed you so hard, Godzilla. That's a GG's and a handshake, but the character's fucking broken as shit. And so he just regens and then leaves. And then he has the audacity to rage quit when he's playing the broken character. Fucking Godzilla. <laughs> Asshole, dude. God the, damn. The whole Jaws sequence, though, was was amazing. Dude, that shit made me laugh, too, because all that was happening in my mind was that fucking meme song. It was just like, I'm about to whoop somebody's ass. <laughs> like, that's, that's just playing in his head as he chases them with that, like, fucking, like... Like smile no, as he's he like looked sin- wading through the waters. Like I, I wanted him to someone- just like low key smile at them and just like open his <laughs> mouth. Like that would have been evil. <laughs> like starts like nodding his head. It's like coming for your ass. But I'm not. I'm not did- even gonna eat you fuckers. I'm about to eat you fuckers. <laughs> like I did your friends. Like I did your fucking like five, friends. Asshole. Like five minutes ago. <laughs> and then I'm gonna kill your wife that you don't even want. <laughs> I'm about to whoop somebody's ass. <sighs> no. Like, Every... I'm sorry, I was laughing in that scene because I'm an asshole. That's the only reason. I'm sorry. No, that's fair, though. It, it was honestly, like, now that I'm thinking about it, it was pretty funny. Like, the way Cause... he moved through the water, too. Like, the fucking Grinch. He, literally, he was, like, like... The, he was being a fucking greener, dude. Like, he was just, like, <laughs> sifting through the water. Like, the fucking Grinch, like, slid on the ground when he's robbing everybody's house and shit. He's like... <laughs> It's like he had the vibe. Wait, SpongeBob, that's a symphony in D minor. Every sailor knows it means death. <laughs> dun 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 dun. There. And they're talking to kid. It's like kid, you hooked me millionth dollar on the backswing. <laughs> Reel it in before I kill all of you. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> the that's the funniest scene in the movie to me. I'm sorry. No, I you know oh. I, I, no, I, I I'm taking nothing away from you. I fun- honestly think that it's a I think symphony in D minor. The sequence though, uh, minusing the symphony in D minor, the the sequence Every though. sweeping boat knows it means death. <laughs> okay, it, I'm sorry. I'll shut up. I'm sorry. <laughs> there have been drawings. Oh. That were spawned from just that scene alone. And we've never really seen, like, Godzilla play with his food. Which I thought was even even more sadistic yeah. about him. Because he could... I, I honestly thought, like, he could off them now. Like, he could literally just, like... I'm pretty sure he was not even swimming as fast as he could. He probably could have just sped up a bit and then just slammed his hand down and then just killed all of them. And they left if you that wanted up to, to interpretation too. Mm. Cuz it's like, you know, cuz it's like again, Cuz in that, that same scene he destroys mm. the fucking warship. Yeah. <laughs> which just lets the audience know he's going to tear through this fucking little minesweeper boat like sandpaper. Basically. I mean, he did before anyways. He literally like just jaw he jaws 
bites the boat and just capsizes it like nothing. And it's like a I mean, dog just, playing with a chew toy, bro. Essentially, yeah. And like, there's even like the um, remember the deep sea fish that they used, like them just to symbolize up. where he is. Yeah. Like, that, oh, like, like yeah, hey, and he's coming. Fish. He killed some fish. And, like, he's coming now. Like, you know, it just builds the suspense, like, yeah. even more. Which, like, I... Like, we're, like, gushing about, like, a lot of, like, technical stuff here. But, like, this is just... Like... like <laughs> and I guess... Now we're just... I'm just gonna move on. I'm down to, to like, see it again before we watch it. Uh, before uh, we uh, talk about it with Evan next week. I'm down. I'll yeah, watch it a fifth time. Fun. I don't give a fuck. If we can find a, yeah, we, if we can find a, we can find a time and a space and whatnot. I'm actually not working as much because the protege, my, my Nintendo mm -hmm. protege, did I tell you I trained somebody? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have a Nintendo protege now. Oh, you and, have a Nintendo uh, Junior. I do, yeah. And yeah. she took, and so she took some of my stores. Okay. I, I don't have as many stores anymore, which is. Then so I have more time. Yeah, a little. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually probably even going to only have to work like four days. And I'm not doing the assisted sales days anymore after the Saturday. So we're, re we're nearing the end of that before I nice, move nice. on to something else with 2020, hopefully. So, uh, yeah, <coughs> so I'm actually finally going to have some more time. I'll probably be making less money, but I've been working literally every single day for like the past like no, three you months, could two and a half months. I, I actually, I, I could kind of use the break. Yeah. I haven't even I before barely, the holidays. I come barely in. go to the gym anymore because I never have the time or the energy, and mm. it's, it's it's like suffering because of it. Like my ugh, my arms, it's like mm. I need to, I need to get back to form to get fair, get my fair. get my Godzilla arc for real. <laughs> so Which, by the way, I hate to be that guy, but that monster could literally never exist. Not even just because oh, of like no. the radioactive nature of it, but even I'm talking about its size. That monster would be so big, it literally would not be able to support the weight of its own legs. There have actually yeah. been scientific studies done for it. It yeah, would yeah, not I remember. be able to lift its own legs. It would be too the, heavy. The so the only monster, thing, even if the monster could exist, it wouldn't be able to move. The only thing being that they've always argued is that he has a nuclear reactor as yeah. a heart. Like, that's the only thing that is basically keeping him upright. That's and like, fucking, That's fucking metal as fuck, dude. Which, yeah, like, you know, for me, like, even in a fictional sense, I'm like, you know what? I'll, I'll take it. I don't even need realism. I don't give a fuck anymore. Like, thing, it's like, yeah, if you had a nuclear heart, like a nuclear heart, it's like, fuck it. Yeah, like, I, that works. That works for me. Yeah. But we're going to then move on just real quick because we're coming up to, on time right now. But we're going to move on to the last act of the movie, which, which is the battle. It's and also the like the build up. human spirit. Spirit. And uh, let me just say, I have never rooted for the humans this hard in a Godzilla movie in my life. In my life, I could give a fuck about the humans, really. That's how, like, it basically... A lot of Godzilla movies have kind of done it for me now. Like, at least up until this one. Where... I don't really care about the humans. <laughs> like, they could all die, and I would not care. It would, like, it would literally... It could be that, and I would not care. Mm -hmm. But, as David said, the indomitable human spirit. And how it's just basically shown in this movie because at first the plan goes awry he shows up early <laughs> they did not expect him to show up early mm -hmm. and this basically throws initially a wrench to the plan because it's like i think they even ask him like, well what the fuck do we do now he's here like we can't sink him in the trench that as with like the plan was like the whole plan was was that we're gonna basically use the power of the sea to kill him and basically just crush him with 1,500 tons of pressure of the ocean. 
which I thought was one of the more unique plans that they thought up of to kill Godzilla because never did I ever think like, oh, I could kill this with 1,500 uh, 1500 tons of ocean pressure because there's even a scene where he does like he gets sunk to the bottom of the trench so he's like in 1540 something meters of like basically uh you know below sea level he just freezes he does the he does, it's like as if he was on a dance floor and he's just like hey, stop because <laughs> like oh, he's God. like mid he's mid atomic breath and he literally just sinks to the bottom he just goes like <laughs> <laughs> And like he makes the he basically makes the Grinch pose in that thumbnail like from a couple of days ago <laughs> in our episode. He literally looks like that. I'm not even counting. And in, the, in other... the true spirit of the greener. <laughs> and the other plan is when they find out that um it's not killing him. He's still alive. He's still moving at the very least. Like he's literally like dangling on the fucking cable. Look, I don't know Godzilla math, but like as smart as Noda's plan was. God, all right, 15,000 tons of sea pressure. Godzilla weighs 20,000 tons. Mm. Maybe it's not enough pressure? I don't know. I, I don't know Godzilla math, but I'm just saying, all right? I'm just well, it's also like the science behind it was, was that the pressure, if that doesn't kill him, then plan B, we make him rise all the way up to the top, to the, um, to the top of the sea. And we make him go, make him rise, like, really fast. And basically, now he has to deal with decompression. Uh, decompression. Yeah. And, because he was like this. Like, I, the way I took it was that, like, when he's down there, he's, like, just so, like, you know. But then yeah. when he comes back up, everything just kind of, like, decompresses now. Mm-hmm. And, like, we even see, like, when he's coming up uh, from the sea level, he's, like, face and everything is just bubbling up past his skin like he's just getting i don't even know how to say it like he just looks as if he's just getting fucked up the more like faster he rises to the sea level and like by the time he comes up we see he is damaged he's really damaged but like he's still strong enough to basically say now i'm taking this one and like he (laughs) fires up his beam is about to kill everybody again and then who do we see at the at the very last minute, our hero swooping in in his plane, and this time actually fulfilling his duty as a kamikaze pilot and flies his plane full of explosives, mind you, right into this fucker's mouth. Should we reveal the twist? At this point, we already spoiled everything. Why not? I guess, but like, I don't. Uh, fine. Fine. Continue then. I, I take I it from continue? here. Uh, continue. Oh, take it from fuck. here. Fine, 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 fine. Um, yeah, basically what the movie becomes about, and this is where I started crying, mm-hmm. actually a little bit beforehand, is that um, Tachibani, who comes back like way mm-hmm. later in the film because they need him to fix the plane that they have to use to drop the bombs in Godzilla, wants to help uh, Shikishima and then like kill Godzilla because Shikishima basically reveals like I that thing's vulnerable from the inside. We know mm-hmm. that now because I shot a mine in its mouth. I'm going to fly in its mouth. And I'm going to detonate explosives in a plane and kill him. And go out in a blaze of glory, basically. And then he reveals to him in a scene that, like, Loki, I actually kind of want to live now, like, for my daughter and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And then it's not revealed until later on when Mm -hmm. Shikishima flies in his mouth. And the twist, big twist here, he ejected from the plane. Yep. 
and because he changes his mind and wants to live, apparently, mm-hmm. because Tachibana told him there's an ejector seat, and the fact that him specifically, after he basically told you, you're a fucking waste for being alive, you should have mm-hmm. sacrificed yourself in the kamikaze plane, you're a pussy for not saving all my friends on Odo Island, mm-hmm. and all that stuff, when he tells mm-hmm. him after everything to live. That's when I started bawling. Yeah. The fact that, that ca- any other character could have told him that, and it would have meant nothing. It would have meant nothing. But the fact mm-hmm. that they brought Tachibani back, the one motherfucker who was just like, you were fucking better off dead than mm-hmm. alive. And he tells him that after everything he's been through. Just says, he simply says, live. That's all he tells mm-hmm. him. And I just start bawling so hard that even after everything he's been through, he finds a reason to like keep going forward. And mm-hmm. then, I don't know if I want to reveal the very, very last twist at the end. Like at the very, the last like fucking five <laughs> minutes of the movie, it's revealed that, yeah, there's always a reason to live. And that you never know, pretty mm-hmm. much, because, you know, turned out after they, you know, killed the monster and everything. And some people believe this cheap in the film, which I do not agree with at all. I can understand mm-hmm. their argument. Yeah. I do not agree with it, mm-hmm. personally. Because, if anything, I think it makes more sense because it goes to show that life is, you know, always worth living. Even in the lowest moments mm-hmm. where you don't believe that it is. You know, somebody who's been through, you know, not that shit, obviously, but someone mm-hmm. who's been through reasons where it's like has been in the lowest point of their life where they think like, oh, I I don't want to live anymore. And that's fine. People don't want to live anymore sometimes. You could say that life is not always worth living. And Mm -hmm. that could even be true sometimes. But what life I think is really about, as I've said on the show before, is about powering through the times where it's not worth living because there's a tiny microscopic part of you that believes it Mm -hmm. will be one day again. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that's why the movie hits so hard for me, especially at the very end where he chooses to live not knowing anything, you know, besides, like, mm-hmm. I just need to be there for my daughter and that maybe life is worth living. Mm-hmm. And then he finds out his wife was still alive. Mm-hmm. Like, after all that. And had he did sacrifice himself, it would have, you know, been in more vain in that yeah. way. So it's just... That's why I think... That's why I don't agree with the people who say, like, oh, like, his wife being alive cheapened it. Mm-hmm. No, if anything, I think it was perfect. Because it mm-hmm. goes to show that, like, you know, you never know how things can change in your life. You never know how things mm-hmm. can get better. And you you never know that even more so if you go out, if you kill yourself like that, mm-hmm. if you like your life ends, you know, you'll never know. And so I think the fact that his wife was alive was the kind of the perfect way of encapsulating that, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I don't think it cheapens it at all. Really, it doesn't insult the audience in that way just because like, oh, something positive happened at the end of the movie. That mm-hmm. doesn't that doesn't cheapen it. Like the whole reason that even happens like script wise is be like to literally encapsulate the fucking final message of the film in that no matter what you're going through, life will be worth living one day again. And mm-hmm. all I could think about was how much Japan eventually prospered after all that shit, and, like, the, mm-hmm. the good shit that Shikishima was gonna live to see now. You know, mm-hmm. raising his family going True. forward. I mean, assuming the sequel, you know, what's gonna happen in the sequel. Just, you know. <laughs> Which, again, we all know. Because, you know, know. It's, it's a Godzilla movie, you know, it reveals that they he end, never like, dies. Even, yeah, he just never dies. Like, he's still there, like, somehow, or he regenerates again. Also, what was the shit with his wife's neck? Like, was that, like, radiation so, or whatever? Like, they're... Th- Theorizing that essentially she got contaminated with Godzilla's cells, yeah. and it's the reason why that she was able to live and regenerate as well. Because by all intents and purposes, she probably should have died, if not by the rubble or something. Like she probably should have killed her. So they figured like because of her getting contaminated with that uh, with those cells, she basically got his regeneration, uh, regenerative, uh, regenerative abilities. And hence why she was able to kind of like, she looked essentially unscathed in my opinion. It's like, okay, she still got her bandages on and everything. And, but 
She might be missing I an mean, eye. We don't know that she, yet. I mean, you know, but I feel as if, you know, just like Godzilla, she probably will regenerate that eye back. Mm-hmm. So, Who essentially, um, the there was a, um, a question that was asked uh, to Takashi, the director. And they asked him, like, oh, would you be interested in, you know, making a sequel uh, for Minus One? And he said, I'd love to. It's just... I have to get asked by Toho and it's up to them really like I could want it all I want it's not what he said but like I could want it all I want but you know it's like it's, at the end of the day it's up to them and I mean with this commercial success of this movie I mean I could perhaps see a sequel in the future but I feel it's like this is one of those Godzilla movies that I even thought like is a lot is just a lot better as its own standalone thing yeah. Because, like, I mean, the MonsterVerse is its own, obviously, like, cinematic universe that they're, like, essentially, like, you know, not everything has to trying be to fucking... push. And I know, which, again, like, I even will agree with David there that, like, you know, not everything has to be, like, a cinematic universe. And, like, there are some that, like, you know, I, I'm not going to be the hypocrite and say, like, I don't want, like, the, uh, at least Illuminations, like, you know, Nintendo, like, uh, well, their deal with Nintendo and even, like, let's say, the Mario movie maybe leading off into like other like you know Nintendo movies and like we already got that Zelda movie that's being made so like you know obviously like you know maybe there is a chance of that but I'll even then say like on the other flip side of it yeah not everything has to have like a cinematic universe and like this is also the first Godzilla movie out of Toho since Shin Godzilla from 2016 so that's uh, seven years that they waited to basically make this and I've even heard and it I've I've even heard it said where at least when it comes to Toho's Godzilla's they've only ever made them when the need arises. Like a Godzilla movie has to be made because of like let's say things going on in the world. And again, for at least Shin's case, it was because of the Fukushima like you know nuclear meltdown and even the government's poor response to it. Minus 1 uh, I heard it argued was made because of like this the state of the world that we're living in right now, and like the economy's down in a lot of countries, not even just in Japan. Like you know, it's down everywhere, even over here in the states. And like people are struggling, people are like you know just not like I wouldn't say like fighting to survive, but they are struggling, and it's like that's the reason why I even like kind of resonated a lot with this movie in that we're not 1945 post. Uh, world war ii japan but at the very least it's like we're living in a time where like it's a bit of a struggle just to even like you know get by and this is also accounting for anyone who's like you know got fucking straight up bills to pay or even like i just need like a place to live and such and like it's and if you know like in me and david's case it's like you know we're with our you know, we're living with our folks and it's just like, you know, we, it's a bit easier for us, but I know people who straight up are struggling like right now just to even like make ends meet. And, you know, for me, like this movie, like, you know, just kind of hits home in a lot of ways because it's like, again, it's all about it, the main thing I kind of took from it is like just the human spirit and like how we're basically put through the ringer, like, and even despite that, like we still persevere and we still triumph in the end as well. Even if like the thing we triumphed against against is going to fucking straight up pull out cheat codes and say, hey, I'm back after like two years. 
Remember me? <laughs> Your seasonal anxiety and depression? I'm back. <laughs> Maybe Godzilla is an allegory for life. I mean, it, it always was, really. Yeah. Even the 54 film was always like an allegory on that. Yeah. And it's, you know, and, it hits... No, go ahead, please, please, please. Oh, no. please. And the last thing, too, is just like <clears throat> me saying that as far as like the movie goes and like just kind of what it means for me, it I can I think it even just goes beyond the fact that it's like a good film as to why I watched it four times now at this point. I like this is gonna be one of those movies that like I'll remember like forever. Because again, I have not gushed, I have not rewatched a movie this many fucking times in my life. And like and I've enjoyed every single time I've watched it. I even knowing what's coming. I even still feel almost the same dread that I felt the first time I watched it. Because, again, by the first time I watched it, I had no idea what was going to happen. Now I know, but it's like the dread is still there anyways. And and this, again, this is also one of the, like, one of the few Godzilla films where it's like, oh my god, like, I actually care about these people. And, like, their struggles and, like, what they're going through. And, like, also, like, their loss as well. Like, you feel it. You actually care. And it's like, Godzilla is there, and obviously we all love Godzilla, but it's like, at least for him, it's, he's the central part of the film, but he's not the most important part. Like, it's still a Godzilla film, but we care a lot more about the humans and, like, their struggles. And it's, again, like, one of those few things where I honestly and truly wish, like, for anyone who's watching, like, you're gonna love this film, truthfully. Like, I took a guy who never watched a Godzilla film ever, and he loved it. And, like, it just goes to show you, like, thing. It's like, you don't even need to know anything about Godzilla to even get into this movie. Like, just flat out. You do not need to know any prior knowledge about it. David went in almost completely blind in a way. He knew what Godzilla was, but, like, he wasn't, like, you know, a fucking nerd like me where I watched, like, a lot of the older films from, like, the uh, way back when times. Um, but, and I already watched the MonsterVerse stuff, too, and everything, but at least as far as this movie goes, like, this was, like, I honestly thought, like, a great entry point for a lot of people. And it's, like, I'm not saying, oh, David's gonna, like, you probably won't watch a lot of the other, like, Godzilla films, like, that's coming out of, like, at least the, at least the States. But at, at the very least, I'm happy that he got to enjoy this one at a theater. And like even Tak uh, Takashi was even saying, like, if you really want to enjoy this movie, watch it at a theater with a great screen and great sound, because that's how it should be enjoyed. Yeah. And he was right by all accounts on that. Yeah. You know, that that's I think I want to leave it with Dennis's words, to be completely honest. That I think that does it better justice anyway. Oh, which part? No, just just the whole thing about you said about how about the indomitable human spirit and why the movie means so much to you and whatnot mm -hmm. based on like you know the state of the like why they made it because of the state of the world and what you see mm -hmm. your friends and, and family going through and stuff like that and how mm -hmm. like Godzilla can be an allegory for life and all that stuff like mm -hmm. and just how like the movie is just such a great entry point for Godzilla and stands alone stands up on its own but mm -hmm. yeah I don't know it just hits different for me because so much of my demons just. So much of my demons came through a really bad breakup I went through as well as, you mm. know, just, like, separating from what I what was once my scene and whatnot. And, um, mm. for reasons that I'm not getting into now, it's nothing, like, dramatic or anything else. I've actually been talking to her. Not in that kind mm. of way. Like, not, mm -hmm. not, like, not like that. But, you know, I talked to her, and it just felt like it was time. Mm. You know? 
Like, just to be like, you know, what's up? How you doing? And mm. and whatnot. Not in, like, that sort of reconnecting ways and, like, you mm. know, like, oh, I love you, take me back. It's not like that. It's because, yeah. it's exactly because I don't feel like that. You mm. know what I mean? Among other things. That, like, I really grew so much as a person these last fucking couple of years more than any mm. other time in my life. And I'm not comparing, you know, like, the state of, you know, fucking... I'm not comparing, like, Godzilla to, like, a fucking breakup, but I am in the sense that, like... You but know, it's struggle in the that end. The movie's about like, internal struggle and growth, and, like, you really... This movie is just amazing for being able to show and not tell that, but we're going in circles at this point. Please just go see it. It was it was a phenomenal watch film. Watch the Even movie! if you don't care about Godzilla or whatever, it's not, a, like, a fucking brain-dead monster movie. It's, like, literally just an insanely well-written Got so film, much heart. Which is so rare nowadays from the fucking dog-ass, god-awful fuck shit that Hollywood puts out nowadays. The movie was so refreshing, and that's why we're gushing nah. about it so much. It was an actual fucking film, which is so rare mm. nowadays. We there's like Hollywood, Hollywood, yeah, Hollywood just makes movies, but they Hollywood don't make could films. never. Yeah. Hollywood could never. They don't make films no more. This was a film. Let's go with that. Mm. Plugs. <clears throat> we're gonna talk about Godzilla more next week. So if there's anything you guys we missed, like we'll get back to you. We'll get back into mm. it then once we have Evan back on the show. Uh, we gotta go. Uh, Spotify, uh, five-star review, please. Two clicks on your mobile device. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, listen wherever you get them. Leave us good reviews. Tell your friends about the podcast and whatnot. If you're more of a video kind of man, even though this is an audio-based show, you can subscribe at youtube.com slash Nintunist. I have been streaming NASB2 quite a bit on my grind to get to top 100 in that game. And uh, I got to all-star rank. Steve Harwell, I hope you're proud of me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I love that game so much. I've been streaming it a lot. Probably going to start streaming it on YouTube soon, which is where I know most of you listen anyway. Mm. Probably going to start doing it there just because I don't want to stream on Twitch anymore for reasons that I'm not going to get into right now. Y'll, but, if y'all uh, know, you'll know. Yeah, if you, if know, you know, if, you know. If you know, you know, honestly. Uh, I'm just going to try streaming on YouTube for now. Uh, but in case that doesn't go down, there is my Twitch and whatnot. It's twitch.tv slash Natunas, but I'm going to try streaming on YouTube instead. So expect more NASB content. I honestly do plan on making content for that game. I have some good ideas and yeah, I got to go to work. It's already like 1130. I got to go pick up my mom <laughs> and this shit has to render. So we love y'all. Uh, we'll talk more about Godzilla next week. Please go see it. Please, 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 please. Promise it's still you, you running will. in theaters. It's yeah. still running in theaters. Go it should have left by this week. Go. Go see it at your local theater. We promise you, you won't regret it, even though we spoiled everything. Who knows? Maybe next week we'll do a spoiler-free episode just to coincide with this one. I don't know. I don't know about that. Uh, yeah, I don't think you and I. Are, I don't think you and I are capable of that. No, we've. If we wanted to, we would have already said. Yeah, like, you know, I, I don't think we same, can. Same. I really don't think we can, dude. It's too hard. It's no, we just get too excited. We just too get too. We just gush too we, much. We just get too excited. Too excited. Yeah. Too excited. Right. Yeah, too excited. All right, we love y'all. Gotta go. Mwah. Kisses. Godzilla bites. Rar. XD. <laughs> Game gamer girls. Hate you. <laughs> I hate you for Bye. making me see it with COVID. <laughs> Bye. Godzilla.